This episode of Final Girls Horrorcast is sponsored by Nick B, Mazakazu T, Tab C, and Anthony A. To become a part of our amazing Patreon crew, please visit us on patreon.com slash finalgirlshorrorcast. You're listening to the Modern Horrors Podcast Network. And thanks for joining us on the 107th episode of Final Girls Horrorcast, the show where we discuss some of the horror, thriller, and sci-fi movies currently available on your favorite streaming sites. I'm Amy. And I'm Carly. And it's December. We're back after taking a whole week off. This month, Carly and I are celebrating the holidays (laughs) by discussing some horror films centered around some serious family dysfunction. Because what says holidays more than family dysfunction it's true accurate (laughs) i created a pretty logo for it i'm going to be posting that on instagram if you're uh excited to see it it's wonderful it is 10 out of 10 (laughs) um so anyway we're kicking off this series with two films that revolve around some troubled mother-daughter relationships we're starting with pie wacket and ending out today's episode with carrie for you new listeners, we are a spoiler-heavy podcast, so continue at your own risk. Pie Wacket is streaming on Hulu, and Carrie is available on Prime Video. So be sure to check those out before continuing if you are a spoiler-sensitive listener. And, you know, 1976 Carrie, not like the remake. We're doing right. OG, sissy basic Carrie. Yeah. Uh, but before we jump into these films, let's get started with a segment that we like to call... Trailer Trash Talk. Today's trailer is The Prodigy, with a February 8th release date. Um, it's directed by Nicholas McCarthy, who previously directed At the Devil's Door and The Pact. He also did the Easter segment of Holidays, and it's written by Jeff Bueller, uh, who wrote Midnight Meat Train and is... Also writing the or also wrote the ni- 2019 releases for Pet Cemetery, the remake of Jacob's Ladder, and also apparently a remake of The Grudge that's coming to us. Oh, crazy! I know, right? Uh, the IMDb summary is: A mother concerned about her young son's disturbing behavior thinks something supernatural may be affecting him. So, I mean, I've never even heard of this movie before. I haven't either. Um, and it's nothing new, but for some reason, I'm super into it. <laughs> no, absolutely. Um, There's really no reason to be into it. <laughs> no, it actually kind of reminded me of, especially the poster for it, reminds me of Tate <laughs> from American Horror Story, oh, the yeah, first season. Yeah, 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 I totally thought of that, too. His his uh, skeleton face when he shoots yeah. up the school. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I I will see this. I'm interested. I don't know why I am. I mean, it doesn't look much different than any other, I don't know, any any other possession films, which we're led to believe that's what this is, although we don't really know, I guess. Uh, I just right. like the structuring it, of the trailer. It's just mm-hmm. like, it seems very dreamlike, and then we just get a small scare, and that's it. The little boy creeps me out, though, for real. I know. And he's super he's so cute, too. 
He's adorable and also creepy. Yeah, which is perfect. Yes. Exactly what he should be. Yes. <laughs> Sorry if I sound super echoey today. I am echoing my own ears because I had to move rooms. I don't even hear the echo. Oh, that's good. My my house is under perpetual um, adjustments. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm always moving rooms and usually I move to whatever room is empty at the time and that's why it's always echoey. Eventually, I'll be able to actually put up soundproofing in one of these rooms. It just hasn't happened yet. Oh, anyway. Um, all right. So I don't know. I'm ready. I'm ready to see this. I think it looks good. Um, looks like we have a decent writer director team here. Um, mm-hmm. Newer, mm-hmm. newer peoples. I haven't seen Midnight Meat Train, but I've heard great things about it. I haven't seen it either, but I was thinking that same exact thing when you read that. Yeah. And I didn't know, I think I knew Jacob Slatter was getting a remake. I did not know The Grudge was getting a remake. I feel like we heard about that. Yeah. Something we heard like whisperings of it forever ago. Uh-huh. Um, it's interesting to to know that it's actually happening. I don't know how I feel about a Jacob Slatter remake, but I guess we'll see. We'll, we'll I'm, see. I'm more into a Jacob Slatter remake as I, than I am a Grudge remake. Oh, I would say that, too, because, like, the grudge is so new, I feel like, why do we need a remake? And I also, like, as much as I love Jacob's Ladder, I think we could do better. Like, I think it could be better. Okay. I mean, I love Sam Neill. Don't get me wrong. And it's a good movie. I really like it, but I think it could be even better. Especially now with effects that we have now, and I don't know. I just think it could be even better. Maybe Tim Robbins. Tim Robbins is in Jacob's Ladder. Is Sam Neill in it too? Do I just not remember him? Huh? Oh my god. Am I stupid? I just watched it. I thought it was Sam Neill. Tim Robbins and Elizabeth Pena. Oh my god, you're right. Why did I think it was Sam Neill? I just watched it. I literally questioned saying something because I was like, I'm talking 90% that dude, that's Tim Robbins. Because I used to watch that movie all the time. I've only seen it once and I saw it like fairly recently. Did we do it on the podcast or did I just watch it for fun? You just watched it for fun. Oh, why did he remind? No, you're totally right. It's totally Tim Robbins. Okay. I was like, fuck, <laughs> what's wrong with me? Well, I also love Sam Neill, okay? It doesn't have I to be related. I also love Sam Neill, please. <laughs> that could just be a blanket statement. Sam Neill. Um, okay. Well, cool. I mean, I mean, I'm going to watch it. I think it looks I'm good. I'm going to watch it too, 100%. Okay, let's, let's do it then. Let's All right. <laughs> let's watch it. We'll talk about it probably. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. You can do the oh. next one. It's my turn. <laughs> what so, do we do again? I don't know. Where it's like, how long has it been? It hasn't even been that long. No, it's literally been a week. Yeah. <laughs> it feels like longer (laughs) all right so we are gonna jump into pie wacket from 2018 written and directed by adam mcdonald's uh who did backcountry the imdb summary is a frustrated angst-ridden teenage girl awakens something in the woods when she naively performs an occult ritual to evoke a witch to kill her mother i haven't seen backcountry yet i don't think i haven't either That's no. another Modern Horror's favorite I haven't gotten to yet. I think Is it ha- streaming? It's been on our list to do for a while. We just I haven't so. done it. Gotten I, there. I think, I think we keep putting it off because you're afraid there's animal stuff. I am afraid there's animal stuff. Like you can't deal with any animal deaths. So it's hard to do movies about animals. <laughs> just I know. period. We'll figure it out. We'll get to it probably. 
eventually. I'll have to watch it first so I can give you all the timestamps for when you have <laughs> yeah. to fast forward. I'm actually pretty good at like just feeling when they're coming, and then I like I'm like, oop, I need some more water. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna go. I'm get suddenly that. very thirsty. Yeah. See ya. <laughs> um but pie whack it yeah is that what we're talking about i don't know yeah okay um yeah i heard about this movie um i feel like from the brooklyn horror fest and there's a lot of buzz about it yeah and i was really excited to see it yeah it's been on my list i think it was yeah i want to say like halfway through the year started hearing rumblings about it we did a trailer trash talk on it and then, yeah. and then you know, it's streaming now, so why not go ahead and do that? I, I, uh, I've heard people say it's overrated, and then I've heard people say it's super scary and awesome. Um, I don't know how scary I found it, but I did enjoy it a lot. I didn't. I enjoyed it a lot. I didn't like the ending as much as I wanted to, um, mm-hmm. but I liked. I mean, we have great characters here. I like the whole, I mean, it takes a while to get into the scary occulty kind of thing, but it, um, I don't know. It has good, it has a good story. Like it keeps you really entertained even before like the scary stuff happens. I just, I, agree. I think it I, could have been scarier for sure. There was definitely yeah, a lot of creepy that. moments. There's a lot of creepy moments. Um, I think that they, really captured um i don't even remember her name shit leah leah yes um i think they captured like after she does this the ritual like the Mm -hmm. her how anxious she is and how like freaking out like i feel like they captured that like super well they made it kind of um very apparent that she was like really freaked out by what was going on yeah I think the the main problem I have here is so okay. So we have Leah. She's like it says angsty. She mm-hmm. her father died, and her mother is not doing a great job at single parenting, mm-hmm. and um, she is into the occult and hanging out with her gothy friends, and um, you know is getting in fights with her mom. Her mom is moving her around. Her mom is basically fucking up her life in her eyes and. Um, I mean, she decides she's going to do this thing, but here's the thing. I don't understand. Is Leah supposed to be stupid the whole time? And I didn't notice it until the end or cause she's fuck. She fucks up so badly at the end. And I don't understand her choices. Like it I, seemed so apparent to me what was happening. Oh, for sure. Um, not to I, like jump to the end, but like, no, that's no. the only thing I had a problem with. I agree. I, in fact, yelled at the television, like, what the hell? We literally just went over this because I'm pretty sure in the scene right before the author is like giving her the rules. Don't trust your lying eyes. Yeah. And I literally said that. Yes. I repeated (laughs) it like, like four times. What? I was like, don't trust your lying eyes. Come on. What is wrong with you? Like, you start to reverse the ritual, and suddenly your mom is dead, and, like, you think, oh, yes, for sure, she's 100% dead. She's Even dead, though, and then she's still calling your your name? Yeah, you can hear her calling you in the background. It just, it doesn't make any sense. No, it doesn't. It doesn't, I don't know. It's It's really frustrating to watch, because I like to think that Leah is not stupid. I mean, <laughs> I didn't believe her to be... 
unintelligent. I mean, she makes some dumb decisions, but she's a teenager. That's what happens. Mm -hmm. I didn't think she was stupid, though. And, like, what's the whole point of having that conversation if you're not going to even listen to what the motherfucker said to you? No, 100%. It definitely felt, the end kind of felt a little phoned in. Because, like, I understand that, I understand where the writer wanted us to go. Mm -hmm. But I feel like he just kind of took the lazy way out. Yeah. Yeah. I think Cause it, that it was just not not believable because we're led to believe that Leah is a fairly strong person. I mean, she's basically, you know, trying to like do her own thing while also like still sort of maintain a relationship with her mom. Like she knows how fucked up her mom is. Yeah. But then like all of a sudden, I don't know. It th- didn't seem very believable. I think up until the point where Janice, Janice goes crazy. We're mm-hmm. good. I think, Mm -hmm. like, the whole beginning and middle of this movie is great. When she invites Janice over and they have their whole moment, that's also cute. I like it. And then something happens to Janice. We never know what at Mm -hmm. all. So if you wanted to know what happens to Janice, you don't. Who knows? Um, And it won't be revisited again. So don't don't ask any questions. Janice is out. She's just gone after that. Um. I think that's la- it gets, I don't want to say lazy, but it's just gets uh, maybe a little too simplified at that point. And the scares could be so much stronger. Um, I mean, if we got to see what happened to Janice, like there were some real potential for some freaky moments there. And we just did not get them. Um, I think I still think it's worth watching. Like it's a good movie and I don't think the ending is totally awful. I really don't. I just, it could be so much better. Um, and I agree that it feels kind of rushed and it didn't know how to get where it needed to go. Like the actual end, how it actually ends isn't bad. Um, I don't think it was tricky enough to to really make the watcher believe Leah's actions. Sure. You know, like, like, I think they could have made it more of a mind fuck. I think as the viewer, I was sure of what was happening the whole time. And then I was right. Leah was the one who was wrong. So it shouldn't be that way. I should be on her side and believe what's happening to her and what she's doing. So it's hard when, I don't know, it's hard when you're smarter than the main character. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, for sure. And it's such a shame because the end, like how it plays out, like when you're watching it, not necessarily like what happens is mm-hmm. like really awesome and brutal. Yeah. Um, it's, it's a fucked up ending for sure. Yeah. yeah. And so the, the fact that it doesn't make sense how we got there is a bummer. Yeah. It, but it, I, I like, I really, I did like this movie. I think it's, <laughs> I just I think say it's like that. his storyboard was fucking rocking. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> there's just like, there's a, p- a whole portion where it just doesn't work exactly it's so close though it's so close Mm -hmm. to working perfectly so that's just what makes this a b movie and not an a plus movie like i I agree i can definitely agree i still like it i I would still rewatch this 100 i would watch it again i like i agree i still enjoyed my time with it but um it's so close to being amazing and unfortunately it's just kind of good yeah Um, the acting's great i think the acting's really good is that the woman from Walking Dead? Yeah. Yeah. She's Lori great. Holden. 
She is great. She was evil and also wonderful at the same time, which is exactly yeah. what she needed to be. No, because totally. It, and it's a great it's a great idea because how many times are you like sure you're over somebody? Like I never want to talk to you again. I don't want to have any kind of relationship with you. And then, you know, they apologize and shit changes, and then you're like, oh, okay, I I changed my mind. <laughs> Yeah, especially when you're a a teenager and it's your parent, you're like, no, we're done with this parent. You're like, I'm never speaking to you again. Yeah, and then you know the next, and then you're having pasta the next day at dinner. (laughs) Everything's fine. (laughs) Pasta solves all problems. Yeah, it does, except for obesity. That comfort food doesn't help obesity. (laughs) (laughs) At least in my my honest Uh, opinion. Um. I don't know. I thought the I thought the whole uh, ritual that she plays out is like super intense and involved. I um I was, yeah. She is fun. I I wish I knew a little bit more about the ritual before she did it, like the research behind it, because it looks like she just opened a book and like copied something and then went in the grabbed milk and went in the woods. Like I, I wish I saw her research a couple and then like come up with one that she thought I would f- be the best. I feel like she only knows that one guy, though, that one author. She had a couple books, didn't she? They might have all been by him. Okay. Because, I mean, they obviously but make it I mean, a there thing. must be more than one ritual in there. No, for sure. But maybe that, yeah. Okay, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. So, like, maybe she, we could at least see what the ritual was supposed to do. Or I guess we're, we're led to believe that she didn't really research it enough to find out what this this thing she unleashed would unle- do exactly and maybe maybe we're just led to believe she's a stupid teenager doing stupid shit i mean um, kind of that's the kind of what we're led to believe because even her friend is like why the fuck would you do that like you're an idiot yeah and maybe she just is an idiot maybe the ending makes perfect sense and she <laughs> we're supposed to believe she's a fucking moron the entire time but i liked her so i don't want to think that yeah same <laughs> You know, like, eh, it's hard when your uh, main character is stupid as fuck. I mean, again, I'm okay with her making that decision story-wise. I think it's fine. I just wish I saw a little bit more energy put into it. Because, I mean, even, I mean, she has to be familiar with different rituals. So Mm -hmm. maybe she just knew and we don't get to find out about it till later. But it just seemed... It's okay to me that it seems spur of the moment, but maybe before she's mad at her mom, we could have a scene with her reading about different rituals ahead of time. Sure. So that when she does it, we know what she's doing a little bit. Or, yeah. Or we can understand why she's doing it. Because totally. Because we don't understand her intent. Like right. We don't know if she is wishing that her mom goes away or if she dies right. or if she changes into a werewolf a different like has like a really different disposition or you know like you went a different way with that <laughs> yeah i did not go the root of the werewolf no. <laughs> sorry <laughs> just trying to guess what you were gonna say um you were very close no. <laughs> almost said werewolf um but yeah like we're not really sure what what she's trying to get out of this also if you know you're going to be cutting the shit out of your hand, maybe bring a bandage with you. <laughs> I'm just like, if you need blood, why are you going to slit your wrist? 
Yeah. Like, how much blood do you need? (laughs) You know, kind of unrelated. In a lot, I watch a lot of witch movies and shows Mm -hmm. (laughs) where they need to do some, like, bloodletting. And they always cut the palm of their hand and then, like, make a fist so it drips right into the bowl, you know? And Tony always gets mad at those scenes because he's like, why? Why would you cut the palm of your hand? You have to deal with that forever. That's never going to heal right (laughs) because you're always using your hand. Why wouldn't you cut your leg or something? And I'm like, well, because you can't control where the blood goes if you cut your leg. Right. It gets very messy and wasteful. So, I mean, I, I understand the leg more than the wrist, though, because then, A, you can't control where it goes and you just slit your wrist. Um, but, you know, like in the craft, she didn't do it the right way, you know? Right. Because in the craft, we learn the right way is is, is is vertical. Yeah, it's not really the right way. By the way, children at home, never cut your wrist. Thank you. Okay. No. I just, that just seems so much more, like, harder to control. Yeah. I guess. It is hard to control. And also, now you're bleeding everywhere. Profusely. And that probably needed stitches. Let's it, be real. It looked very deep. Also, that knife looked so dull. Yeah. <laughs> Every time she pushed it to her skin, it was like, it was like nothing happening. And I'm like, how sharp could that possibly be? It looks like you're pushing really hard and you're not cut at all. Yeah. Not sharp at all. No. Um, It did look like a very fancy ritual knife, though. She must have gotten that at a fancy shop. She definitely got that in a cold shop. And she was totally ready with her red ball of yarn. Is red ball of yarn like a very popular item in witchcraft rituals? Uh, not that I know of. Oh, that's too bad. But she was ready uh, for it, though. She, she knew- was. Okay, she was prepared. She was ready to. She was. She bought it for a hat because she lives in the woods now. <laughs> she was going to crochet a hat. But it also doubles as a pie whacket ritual oh ball of yarn it's great specific to that one spell yeah okay well i mean at least she was ready for it yeah i don't know a lot about witch spells (laughs) i feel like a lot of them involve candles though not like yarn candles and intention i'm gonna tell you i use a lot of candles and yarn in my house so i'm practically a witch already basically a witch (laughs) i yes there is so much yarn in my house right now (laughs) For all the pie whacking spells. No, I just, get really, out, I just get really into crocheting when it gets cold. <laughs> I love crocheting. Oh my God, I sit there too. mindlessly and just go it's, to town. Isn't it just like the best relaxation ever? I've been posting mm-hmm. all of my crochet projects on the Slack channel and nobody cares. <laughs> how have I met? Well, I guess I haven't been on Slack in no. a few days, but I haven't seen any of them. I like how my, cla- my cat never plays except for when I'm recording. She's like, look at me. I'm adorable. The Corgi's actually being really chill right now. Is She's she? just laying next to her, the Grinch toy, Aww. sleeping. Did she get think, that from BarkBox? Hell yeah, she did. <gasps> did you see my, oh my uh, it was forever ago when I first got, got the BarkBox, but we took a video of Chewy wearing the little reindeer like. Oh my God. Yes, thing, I do remember And it's remember so that. fucking cute. <laughs> at BarkBox.com backslash final girls. Oh, it's so good. Guys, they make great Christmas gifts. They do. Get BarkBox.com backslash final girls. <laughs> Immediately. How did we get here? What are we doing? 
we're talking about our animals it was oh. a really nice segue because i was finished talking about pie wackets so. are we okay let me just double check i don't have anything else because there are zero trivia items on imdb which i can't even believe because we have so many indie movies on there and this is a fairly bigger horror movie i think like a lot no. of people seem to know about it I was literally looking up like any kind of pie whack at anything and there's really nothing on like the Wikipedia page. No, there's nothing. I was like, oh, is it a book? But it's not a book. It's no. like, did you look at that too? Yes, I looked everywhere. I couldn't find anything. I mean, I probably there, could have watched some interviews, but I didn't have time. So sorry. Well, there there is a pie whack at book, but it's a gay erotic paranormal thriller. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Save, save that one for later. Yeah. Wait people's um gay how gay men i don't care does it matter i don't know Checking it just it a gay erotic paranormal thriller <laughs> you had me at gay erotic paranormal you're right it's about like a kid who <laughs> leaves like a remote fishing town to search for his grandmother who is oh. reported missing oh i don't know how that like moves into a gay erotic thriller but i'm curious i don't know is it because it has the word whack it in the title probably <laughs> definitely <laughs> i'm so out of it i'm sorry um oh i do have a couple notes okay before we move on there's a couple things here i want to know how old adam mcdonald was when he wrote this or what year it was because <laughs> he made a teenage girl say <laughs> that billy po she would pick billy corgan over any guy <laughs> oh i i yes i was like really <laughs> what year is it because it doesn't matter because it's never an appropriate thing for a teenage girl to say. It's true. I mean, Accurate. I love the Smashing Pumpkins and I love the Smashing Pumpkins in the 90s. And it's still inappropriate to say that in the <laughs> 90s, <laughs> let alone in 2018. Maybe it was like one of those things where um, it's like a dare. It's like, I dare you to write a horror movie and put this line in it. <laughs> literally the only explanation for that line you know <laughs> oh my god and go and there's also a scene which i it's i know this isn't necessarily an adam mcdonald choice but there's a scene where janice is wearing a white t-shirt under a black tank top and i got very excited because is that look back again <laughs> Yes. That was very the, popular in early 2000s, wasn't it? The Buffy look. Oh, it is such a Buffy look. I was very into it. I was very excited about that. Same. I think I actually did the same thing. So that's like it. So like, I dare you to write a horror movie with a ball of yarn <laughs> as a prop, a 90s look, and someone saying that Billy Corgan is it's, the end all be all. basically of, the sexiest man alive. Yeah. Gross. Those are your three your three notes i love billy corgan and all but sexy does not describe him in, in any way shape or form it really doesn't it's like he's not that way no <sighs> i right. will say i'm lurking um adam mcdonald right now and apparently he was in an episode of are you afraid of the dark oh really oh he was in two episodes of are you I afraid of the dark say, i really like don't want to shit talk adam mcdonald i think adam mcdonald is awesome i really like this movie i'm really excited to go back and check out backcountry i think it's cool he made this movie i think it's a great idea and it's original and it's fun it's just there's just i that's why i want it to be even better than it is so yeah well i'm really i'm i'm curious to see what else he's got going he does some acting right 
He does quite yeah, a bit of Yeah, he was in Confessions of a Teenage Drama Queen Ooh. with Lindsay Lohan. Of course. Uh, I mean, you don't. Do you even need to say that? No, I shouldn't have to. <laughs> but yeah, he's got quite a, a large acting resume, including the two episodes of Are You Afraid of the Dark? <laughs> nice. I love Are You Afraid of the Dark. Can we just do an Same. Are You Afraid of the Dark podcast? I think they probably already exist. But No, 100%. I would do that in a heartbeat. I would love that. Maybe in next year. In a freaking heartbeat. Hey, next year you want to just do Are You Afraid of the Dark and nothing else? Yes. <laughs> 2019 is the year of Are You Afraid of the Dark. Do the, isn't um isn't Baby Goose in one? Baby Goose is totally oh, in one. Yeah, he is. It's, oh, man. I have the first season on DVD, so, I mean. The first season on D- is, has been sitting in my Amazon cart forever but it's like i've thought about it because it's literally like and it says i'm pretty sure in the description uh something like that someone definitely burned these dvds and like is selling it to you like because nickelodeon doesn't make this actual box no set. i have one i have so, an actual box set i'm so curious to but see I got it, it, it in pictures? college i got it in college and in, in, we were in college there was like I used to, I got really excited when a bunch of um, Nickelodeon shows were suddenly available on DVD. Like I have Clarissa explains it all on DVD too. Nice. Um, but I remember, um, Are You Afraid of the Dark is actually the reason, the only reason that I ever originally signed up for Amazon Prime oh. because they used to all be streaming on Prime. Oh, they were. Yeah, you know, and they took them down and it broke my heart. It does. It's, it's really sad. They need to add them back again. You know, I was watching the first season not that long ago and it's not... It's before I watched it, I think. So I'm not, it's not the episodes I want to watch. It's like, they're not as good. The first season isn't as good. It gets better after like that. like the first season, like with the mm-hmm. Help Me Ghost, I think was the first episode. I like, um, I like the, the Ghastly Grinner is my favorite. That's, the Ghastly Grinner is great. That's the comic book one. I love yeah. that one. It's so good. Um, okay, we are really off topic. <laughs> I think that the dude... That Adam, whatever, is actually in one of my favorite episodes. It's not even a hard name to remember. McDonald's. It was because I was distracted and trying to remember. uh, Yeah. The Tale of Highway 13. No, I don't remember that one. Dude, I fucking love this show so much. And I will start an Are You Afraid of the Dark podcast. We can just start another podcast. With you tomorrow. Tomorrow I will do this. (laughs) Oh, okay. Sorry sidetracked final girls are you afraid of the dark cast yes oh my god can we do that for like the patreons we can just release oh, that would be so great that can be our special content is just us going through all the it's just are like when do we find episodes? the time is really the problem there but, uh, i will just you know <laughs> we'll figure it out you start editing girl and it's all you you can I'll do, do it. my best okay that would be hilarious. You know what me editing an episode would be like when you do a panoramic and like don't keep steady and it just looks like a weird, like you create an alien with it. Basically, <laughs> That's what my, that's the best visual representation. I think you think editing, editing is way more complicated than it is. It's really not that complicated. <laughs> <laughs> You're like the husband that says like, Oh, I can't wash the dishes because it doesn't look as good as when you do it. You know, like I just don't get them as clean. You like leave you leave the sauce on part of the pan so that 
your wife will want to do the dishes instead of letting you do them. Because she's like, oh, just let me do it. Just let me do it because you can't do it, right? (laughs) (laughs) And Carly knows I am that woman. So she just sucks me in. Super manipulation. It's an abusive relationship, everybody. It is. I'm super abusive. Watch out for these mental ninja tricks. Oh, my God. Okay, let's move on. Let's talk about Carrie. Okay. You guys, watch Piwack It if you haven't already. It's really good. It's fun. I liked it. Accurate. Okay, we're talking about Carrie from 1976. It's directed by Brian De Palma. Everyone knows Brian De Palma from Scarface and The Untouchables, and it looks like he's working on a future movie called Predator. Is it a remake of the original? Probably. Interesting. I don't know. There's no information other than that. It's written by Lawrence D. Cohen, who wrote Ghost Story from 1981. Uh, He also wrote It, the miniseries, and the Carrie remake. It's obviously based on the novel by Stephen King, and the IMDb summary is Carrie White, a shy, friendless teenage girl who is sheltered by her domineering religious mother, unleashes her telekinetic powers after being humiliated by her classmates at her senior prom. I don't like that last sentence, but okay. Um, so, I mean, most people have seen this film, I would think, that are listening to this. Mm-hmm. this I is, hope so. This is a very popular film. If you haven't seen this yet, you should watch it. It's a very good movie. I haven't read the novel yet, but I found out when doing research for this film that Sissy Spacek does the um, does the reading for it, if you get the, the um, oh, nice. book on tape or audible. Um, so I kind of want to get it now. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I like this story a lot. Um, this was probably one of the first horror films I saw. I think that can, I think I can say that as well. It used to be on TV all the time. So it was like really easy to watch as a kid, except for maybe like some of the parts were cut out, like the boob, the boobs in the beginning, I'm sure were, were cut out. We're not left in. (laughs) No, they cut out all the boobs. Lots of boobs, though. Super boobs. This movie, I haven't seen it in a while. um, All the way through, I feel like. Yeah. Um, It's really good. It's really kind of like uncomfortable to watch. It is. Um, And I don't ever remember that being a thing. I was always just like, oh, yeah, it's Carrie. But it's like these people, the whole school is just assholes. The teachers, the students. Yeah. Everyone's just terrible. Well, it's funny um, because rewatching it, you, th- I, I seem to remember like the teacher is the nicest character, and then mm-hmm. she's kind of a bitch at the beginning. Yeah, and um, uh, everyone does kind of suck. Everyone sucks. Like yeah. John Travolta is a dick face. Well, yeah, I mean, he always, I always thought he sucked. Yeah, in this I mean, movie, not in general. he's literally a terrible character. Sure. <laughs> Like, there's zero redeeming factors about... Oh, my God. I have so many notes about him. (laughs) Yeah, I was sitting here. I literally feel like I was watching this movie with my jaw open in all of his scenes because I was like, Jesus, what is happening? We might need to start at the beginning because I have a lot of notes that I think are probably worth talking about. Okay. Um, Okay. So, our first scene, they're playing volleyball, which I didn't remember. I thought it started with the boobs. It does not start with the boobs. It starts with them playing (laughs) volleyball. And it's gym class. Do you remember being competitive in gym class? Oh, or do you no. just trying to get to the end of the period so you can yeah. leave? 
100%. So these girls are so competitive and mean to Carrie for not being good at volleyball. It's like no one cares that much about being good at volleyball in gym class at no. all. So No. <laughs> They're just like, don't hit me in the face with the ball and we're fine. But they're fucking evil to her because she didn't hit the ball. Like, who gives because a shit? Everybody in the school is just, this. that just sets up the tone for yeah. the whole movie is everybody is <laughs> shit in this movie. Yeah, and they're so mean to her. So then um, there's this really beautiful, like, music, flute music playing in the background. We get some slow-mo of girls getting changed in the locker room. And this is 1976 where they actually cared about hygiene and made you shower after gym class. They don't I've do that always- anymore. I feel like when I watched this movie forever ago, I was always like, do people take showers at, at school? They used to. I saw the showers, yeah. but never have I ever seen anybody use one. I used them. They made us use them after, because we had a pool. We had an indoor pool at my at my school. Mm. So uh, they made us shower after we used the pool if we were doing pool stuff. Gotcha. For gym class. But we wore our bathing suits in the showers. We didn't yeah. like, get naked. 100%. That's just, just so... You just rinse off, you know, in the shower. But yeah. And it was a whole thing because all the girls had to bring their hair dryers and their hair straighteners and like redo their hair, which was always ha- awful. Um, they never give you enough time to get ready after that. So anyway. Um, so... You know, they're showering. Sissy Spacek's the only one showering still. I'm guessing she just waits to go last because she doesn't want to deal with the crazy girls. And, mm-hmm. you know, she gets her period for the first time. She's supposed to be, what, 16? Which is, like, that's very late to get That is period. very late. Um, and she has no idea what's going on, poor thing, because apparently she, her mother wrote that note which got you out of health class, I'm guessing. Which seems very realistic, but, I mean... What it, I mean, when do we learn about periods? Like fourth I grade? Feel like it was very early on. It has I don't to be. <laughs> I don't even remember. It has to be. I mean, it was elementary school for sure. But she has no idea what's going on. She is thinks she's dying. She's freaking out. She's putting her bloody hands in everyone's faces, which is not great. And uh, and these poor mean girls, they're so so mean to her and. And Sue, who's supposed to be the nice one, is, like, being the worst one, throwing fucking pads at her face. Yeah. But at least they have free pads back then. I mean, how do we get in on that? They fucking charge for that shit now. Yeah, Um, you need to bring your quarters. Yeah. And they're so, so mean to her, though. It's, like, really bad. But this I is was, like, seriously uncomfortable. Like, I was like, this is really terrible. And it goes on for a really long time. Like, I yeah. thought it was, like, a second until the teacher comes in, but it's really kind of a long time. And then yeah. Carrie breaks a light. So I'm thinking this is the first time it happens for her. Yeah. I don't think it happens before then, but we don't really know. We don't really know when she started getting this, but I want to think it's, it's Stephen King, so it's probably, like, attached to her becoming a woman is her coming right. into her superpower. Um, right. So and she I feel like life. she mostly kind of kept out. She definitely seems like she has a system for like how she keeps to herself and how she, you know, doesn't want to be noticed. And obviously now she's definitely noticed because she is rubbing her blood all over people <laughs> naked in a shower. Yeah. And she and she after I mean, after she gets the superpower, she's using it left and right, man. She doesn't even think twice about it. She's uh, knocking ashtrays off of tables. She's knocking little boys off of bicycles. 
She's yeah. breaking mirrors. She's going for it. She figures it out and she goes for it. So um, props to her. She's not afraid to use her telekinesis. Um, uh, but her mom off the bat, once we meet Carrie's mom, she's fucking psycho. Poor Carrie. <laughs> Carrie. Carrie is obviously abused by her mother, who is terrible. Mom basically tells her she got her period because she sinned. It's yeah. the only reason women ever get their period. So that's uh, that's a fun thing to be raised by. Uh, yeah. So the statue in the in the closet, the prey closet, as I call mm-hmm. it, which I think is probably supposed to be a pantry of sorts, is <laughs> actually a prey closet now. That's not Jesus, as I always thought it was, because Jesus doesn't usually look like that. <laughs> yeah. A, usually his eyes aren't glowing, um, apparently. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> apparently. <laughs> apparently. Um, no, it's supposed to be um saint sebastian apparently shot jesus was never shot with arrows that was not a thing that happened to jesus it was Correct. you know yeah it was just more of like a the cross thing so i don't know much about saint sebastian um apparently i didn't learn about him in sunday school but just fyi because i never think it looks like jesus but it does look a lot like carrie's mom especially at the end of the film spoiler alert especially with the frizzy hair oh very good Yes, no, that imagery at the end is amazing. It's so good. It looks just like her. Very smart. <laughs> yeah, no, they nailed it. Um, so everyone is mean to Carrie, including everyone that's nice to her eventually. Like, Tommy is so mean to her. He reads this poem. Everyone likes it. Carrie is so nice and says that she loves it. And he tells her, you suck. He says, you suck when she gives him a compliment. Why would you do that? I mean, I know kids are assholes in high school, but I don't even think that that would be real. I don't know. Maybe it would, but it's really I sad. I thought that was directed towards the teacher. No, I think it was It was directed towards her. Oh, I thought that it was directed towards the teacher because like Carrie said that and then the teacher kind of called it out and kind of was like a dick about it. And then he and then Tommy says, you suck. And the teacher's like, what? And then he turns it into like something else. I thought that was directed at the teacher. I didn't realize mm-hmm. it was directed to Carrie. I'm pretty sure it's directed to Carrie. Because I used to think it was directed to the teacher. And then when I watched it this time, I felt very certain it was directed towards Carrie. But I guess mm-hmm. it could have been towards the teacher. But everyone was still mean to her at this point. So why no, would he for be sure. nice? <laughs> I just feel like Tommy's a little bit of a dummy in this movie. I kind of liked more what they did with his character in the remake, to be honest. I don't really remember the remake very much. I remember I it. a couple parts of it, but not really. I think they did a good job. Um, we can, and hopefully that movie will be streaming at some point. We can talk about it. Yeah, I'm okay if we don't. <laughs> cool. I don't know. I liked it. Um, oh, okay. I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I thought they did a good job with his character in particular. Some of the people they built out to be more human. Um I really feel like every every character in this is very, like, one-dimensional. Yeah. Let's talk about Chris and Travolta for a minute. Because <laughs> Chris is the evilest of all the evils. Yeah, And she's nuts, which does not help. She is crazy. Although she's very realistically teenage girl crazy. I will say. She's, like, especially when she's manipulating John Travolta's character... She mm-hmm. is, that is what evil teenage girls are like. For sure. 
preying on male hormones like you would not believe. Yeah. And like getting angry about things people don't get angry about. But he hits her. Yeah. Like it's nothing. Like he smacks her around. He's drinking beer in the car while he's driving. I mean, I know it's the 70s, but still. <laughs> um, he is so abusive. He is He's terrible. <laughs> He's a terrible, terrible human. I wrote, drinking whilst driving, smack in a hoe. So abusive. How did I not notice before? <laughs> right? I was like, that's what I was sitting there. Like, what is happening? I mean, I remember him being a dick, but I don't remember him being like, like beating straight her. Straight up slapping her. <laughs> and she takes it on the chin. Driving. She's like, fine with it. <laughs> I know. It. I. There was so many things that were just so bizarre. Also, there's a part where she's when she's manipulating him and she's like going down on him, but she's saying Billy very clearly multiple times. So oh, I don't. Interesting. Maybe, maybe she has like two mouths or something. I don't really know how that works. It's <laughs> <laughs> very confused. Or maybe she's not. Maybe she's just like putting her head down there and not, and just saying his name. She's like, I'm just gonna hang out down here. <laughs> Put my head on your lap your and say your name. <laughs> That's repeatedly. all you get. Let's go get some pig's blood. <laughs> Baby. And who's who thinks of things like that? I mean, I understand the blood thing is from her getting her period. And it's like, you know, what's making yeah, fun of her. Yeah, but who's like, let's go to the farm and kill a pig? Yeah. I don't know. Do you have a problem with that? I mean, I'm sure you do. <laughs> I mean, I definitely had was thirsty. Did you had to get some water? <laughs> did you? Did you? If really? that's what you're saying, because they don't show it at all. They don't show anything, but I don't need to see John Travolta murdering anything, yeah. even if it's implied <laughs> in any movie. Yeah, John Travolta. Come what? On. It, what about in Face Off? Doesn't he murder people in that movie? Oh, I don't care. Uh, oh, sounds like terrible human. to say. Uh, people is are fine. People are fine, just not animals. <laughs> That pig was just minding his own business, and you could just go to the butcher and buy some blood <laughs> if you really need his it. Own business. <laughs> <laughs> oh, seriously, just go to the freaking butcher and buy animal blood. I'm pretty sure you can do that. Probably. So when Chris Chris does not approve of gym teacher, and gym teacher smacks the shit out of her. Chris just gets smacked a lot. And she it's does like, not why care. are teachers abusing students too? Well, I think in the 70s you could. I think so too. But it still was very jarring to me. <laughs> it's very jarring to watch. But I think I think maybe it's like the start of it not being okay. But I'm pretty sure that uh, they didn't care as much uh, about getting smacked around in school back yeah. then. Um, but when Chris gets um, kicked out, they say, you know, you can't go without a date. You can't go to, to prom. prom without a date? That's that's horrible. Yeah. <laughs> that's so mean. That's terrible. Why Why is that the case? It's you definitely just, sing singling people out. That's so mean. It's like the meanest thing ever. I'm glad they got rid of that rule. Because maybe that was a thing in the 70s. Or maybe it's just a thing in this, this book or movie. But it's just so sad. Yeah, I'm, I'm when, curious. Yeah, because when uh, when Sue volunteers or vo volunteers Tommy to go to, with Carrie, which is also weird. Um, the whole thing is weird. Yeah, I thought so, too. Um, but when she like forces him to go to the prom with Carrie, they're like, you can't go if you don't have a date. 
just just it would have been a very different movie if they just let her go to the prom anyway um i don't know it was really how do you feel about sue forcing tommy to take carrie to the prom i feel like that's always kind of been a weird issue that i've like had with this movie because it doesn't really make sense tommy doesn't seem he's just whatever about it i think that's another thing that i kind of like I know we don't want to talk about the remake, but I liked about it is it gave him more of a personality and it like made more sense to me than in this movie. It doesn't really. He's just kind of like, all right, I guess like. But in the remake, does he have William Cat's hair is really the. No, I think Ansel Elgort is Tommy in the remake and I like him. No, but. But, but he Cat's does not hair. have to- Tommy's hair. He does not. <laughs> no. I kind of wish he did because that would have been amazing. If they made him wear like a curly blonde wig, I might have liked it more. My uh, my dad totally had that kind of hair in college. It was not blonde, but he had like a huge like curly like it was it's uh, phenomenal. Trying to find a picture of that. That's amazing. (laughs) Um, But yeah, he. I don't know. He just kind of is like whatever. I don't know. But then I'll he do takes it. her, and then when she's like, she keeps asking him why he's taking her, and he says, because you like my poem. Yeah. That's Which, why I also didn't think that he said, you suck to her. I thought it was directed towards the it's teacher. the only reason he could think of to why he might have. It's like the only kind of interaction we see him have with her up until this point. And so that's kind of also weird is that he, I mean, he seems very nice at the end, but everything that we have of Tommy prior to that, he just doesn't seem like a real person. But he also like, I mean, she looks good. Sissy Spakes looks fucking fine going to prom. totally does. She looks foxy. I'm like, where'd you get that dress, girl? I think everyone like starts to like her at that point. Yeah. The plan worked. I mean, it did. It did work. It was very nice, but it's yeah. still a weird thing for Sue to do. Like, it's a weird solution. Maybe to, find yeah. find her a date. Find someone. I guess no guy would have gone with her, or like go with her. Yes, invite like, her yourself. But I guess yeah, that's like weird. a group. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I guess you can't go without a date, so that that I solves f- that problem. Yeah, I mean, I feel like there's like a lot of different options that could have happened, sure. but. Um, I understand for like story, like that's what needed to happen because then they wouldn't have been necessarily king and queen of the prom otherwise. Sure. Here's a question. Mm -hmm. Why doesn't Carrie's mom homeschool her? That would probably be the first thing that makes sense, I guess. Because illegal at that point. I don't know. Maybe it's not a thing yet, but it seems like to me, like if this was today, 100% her mom would homeschool her. Oh, yeah. They would probably not even live it where they, like... No, they would, like, live in the woods. Yeah. <laughs> they would live in a commune. Yeah. Yes. Um, also, mom talks about seeing Carrie's dirty pillows, which, as a teenager, was my favorite line of the film. <laughs> I it, I, gave, I definitely giggled. It, it was funny. I can see your dirty pillows. Mom is totally correct at this point, by the way. Once Carrie is like, fuck you, and has telekinesis, mom is nuts. She's going crazy. She got yeah. she grabs the knife. She's chopping carrots like she's going to be chopping a bitch. I, I know. that was. I was just like, what's happening? There was a turning point for sure where she just cracks. She's like, okay, I guess I just need to kill my daughter now. Yeah. Her mom- she went from crazy to like really, really insane. Okay, homicidal well, back at the prom now 
Oh, yeah. This spinning scene is the most dizzying thing ever. <laughs> it's like, it's way too much spinning. It's so much spinning. No one spins that much when they dance. They would no. be vomiting everywhere. I think I read that they were like, they were on some sort of spinning platform and then they think they were, sp- the camera was going the other way. So it looks like they're spinning even faster. It's just too much uh, spinning. So um, much spinning. I'm, All the spinning. Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. It says the, uh, Sissy Spacek and William Cat are on a platform which is spinning one direction and the camera's on a dolly being rolled in the opposite direction. It's so dizzying, which I understand the point of it because I'm sure she feels dizzy and happy at that point. But it's mm-hmm. like, it's, and it's kind of like kaleidoscopy with the lights, but it's yeah. so, it, I want to vomit everywhere whenever I watch that scene. <laughs> it's too much. We're feeling it too, Carrie. Yeah, yeah I feel fucking sick to my stomach. Thanks. Um, and he says, because you like my poem 5,000 times, PJ Souls is wearing a red hat for some reason. <laughs> she, We just saw her get her hair done. She was just at the hair salon <laughs> getting her hair did. And now she's wearing a red baseball cap. Apparently, it didn't go well. Because <laughs> why not? Just flatten that shit out. Maybe it was too puffy and she wanted some the more flat look. But no, there's no reason for that. I don't like it. I don't. <laughs> it upsets me every time. It was very weird. It's very PJ Souls, though. Like it's like if it if it was anyone else, it would not work. Because she's adorable. She is adorable. Um, and she basically wears the red hat throughout. So that's her thing. Maybe she just got offset with rock and roll high school, and she didn't want to take the hat off or something. Nah. Yeah. Hanging Keep out it. with hanging out with Joey Ramone too much. She can do what she wants. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and then it just goes fucking crazy. I mean, when Carrie, the scene that leads up to the blood scene, which is obviously it's in the fucking trailer, by the way, if you go back and watch the trailer for this movie, spoiler alert galore. I mean, secrets. everyone knows what happens at the end if they saw the trailer for that movie, because you see it all. Yeah. Um, But the this whole scene leading up to it with Sue and noticing the blood. It's so long. It's the longest scene ever. I was wondering that too. I was like, okay, first of all, why is it taking her so long to notice what's going on? But also I feel like it's very um, like, why doesn't the teacher check it out? Yeah. Instead of just pulling her away, like obviously something's going on. Like she un whatever she like goes under the stairs it doesn't i don't know because she thinks sue is trying to fuck with carrie she doesn't right. trust sue because sue is bringing having tommy bring her to the prom and she doesn't understand why she's doing that right you know, we have that whole scene where she, the teacher has sue and tommy and they're, they're trying to figure out why what's what's why are you doing this mm-hmm. um why are you trying to fuck with her and so if something bad's going to happen, she thinks that's probably Sue. She knows Sue's not supposed to be there. And now she sees Sue there. So, I mean, I could understand her thinking she's she's about to do something shitty. I get that. But she's like, wouldn't you check out underneath the stairs? Well, she was if- trying to tell her. Yeah, the teacher was being a little crazy rushed about it. I mean, lucky for Sue, because otherwise she would have been murdered. Yeah. if I think if Sue moved a little faster... And was a little quicker to figure it out. It probably would have been fine the second you feel a rope. See, she looks up. I would have looked down. All right. Where's this rope leading? Yeah. Uh, There's no reason for a rope to be moving under my hands right now. 
Um, but yeah, then that happens. I like how I really do like the scene when Carrie goes nuts. Um, my first question is before I talk about that, uh, my first question is, are they actually laughing at her? Or does she just imagine they're laughing? I mean, we know PJ Souls is laughing at her because she's a fucking asshole. But like, are the other students laughing at her? Because I don't think they are. I don't they think are. so. No, because she definitely imagines yeah. everyone. I think everyone's just kind of like horrified and like, what the hell is happening? Yeah. yeah. I think she's imagining it because of what her mom said. Yeah, exactly. Because then you hear her mom saying, they're all going to laugh at you. They're all going to yeah. laugh at you. And... um. Yeah, I like to think that also, that they're not laughing. PJ mm-hmm. Souls is a bitch. Everyone else is is stunned by what's happening. Um, I love the split screen where we see all the different things happening. Um, water I hoses. love the red light. Yeah, the red light's great. Lots of good color, lots of blues and reds here. Mm-hmm. Very Italian horror, reminiscent mm-hmm, of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just, it's so great. The, this point to the end is so great. Um, I love how we have Chris and John Travolta watching from the window, horrified, and Carrie flipping their car, Carrie's walk home, Carrie's bathtub experience, which, why are you taking a bathtub? A bathtub. A bath? Why are you taking a bath if you're covered in blood? You're just going to bathe in blood. Uh, maybe that's just like what she maybe that was I don't know maybe they don't take showers in that house okay but even so like you're gonna have to double tub it you're gonna have to oh yeah <laughs> rinse off rinse drain, drain refill and then, yes otherwise yeah. you're just gonna be pink yeah <laughs> you're staining your skin pink um but she looks phenomenal after that shower she's fine no more blood and then you know embraces mom mom tries to kill her the whole thing happens, and then the whole house basically falls in on itself and goes to flames. Mm-hmm. And Carrie seems very troubled at the end, but also ready to die for some reason, and that's it. And then we get the second ending, which I'm not as crazy about. No, I don't like the second ending. I would have been really content Yeah, if it just ended with the house imploding on itself. Yeah. Um, I'm even okay. I mean, I guess it's fine to see that Sue is the only survivor here. Um, but I don't know the, the the whole hand coming up out of the rocks while I think it's a very seventies ending. And as a I child, agree. this ending scared the shit out of me. <laughs> it scared me so bad. I used to turn it off after, after <laughs> that part, because I didn't want to see the hand come up. You're like, and the movie's over. Yeah. That's enough for me. I know what happens. The first time I saw it, I shit my pants. I didn't really. But, you know, figuratively, <laughs> I shit my pants. <laughs> I didn't really. And this time when I was watching it, I was like, all right, I guess I'm going to watch this part for the first time in a really long time. And um, it's so funny to watch it now because it's like you can totally see it coming. It's like not a surprise at all. Yeah. You see the rock totally move. It's not fast. It's like no. a slow hand coming up. But as a kid, it scared the crap out of me. I think it's the music. The music's very good in this. Very effective. I agree. Yeah. I like that they use the psycho, the psycho music. Yeah, there screeching. is a little psycho screeching <laughs> when she does her telekinesis. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I really like it. I like 
it's still so much fun to watch. I think it ages fairly well. There's definitely some weird 70s things that would not happen today uh, if it was being made today. Uh, namely, the weird tuxedo scene. <laughs> uh, I don't understand the whole point of that. Yeah. These guys we don't even know are no. fighting over putting on tuxedos and telling him he has to wear a tuxedo. It's like, who are you? I don't I, I don't know who these guys are. I don't know why I care. It's not even it's, it's not even why William you, Cat. You don't even go here. Why wouldn't William Cat be involved in that scene? It's so bizarre. And also you can get a tuxedo for twenty five dollars in nineteen seventy six, because that's pretty awesome. It's pretty cheap. It's a good price. It's a good price. Um I know. It's really fun to watch, but uh, yeah, there is a little bit of weird 70s-esque things. Um, all in yeah. all, so much fun to watch. Um, still It enjoyable. really is. I'm really curious to read the, the book. I would love to read the book. But yeah, she's 17 in the book, Carrie. Oh, is she? Yeah. Yeah. Because um, Sissy Spacek was 25 when they filmed, and she's 17 in the book, which is a, a very late time to be getting your period. It's very late. 25. Like <laughs> <laughs> 25. Very late. <laughs> Um. Yeah, that's crazy. Did you know this is how Steven Spielberg met uh, Amy Irving, who he later married and had a kid with? I did see that. That's so yeah. funny. <laughs> he apparently used to stalk on set because there were cute girls on set. <laughs> <laughs> what a creepo. And uh, and he asked out all of the women on set, apparently. And uh, Amy Irving was the only one that said yes. <laughs> A marriage and a kid later. Oh, man. That marriage did not last very long. Um, That's funny. I liked um, that Sue, uh, Amy Irving, read for Princess Leia. Yeah, I guess the sets, um, they had a joint um, Star Wars and um, Carrie had a joint um, audition, actually. So a lot of the people that auditioned for Star Wars also auditioned for Carrie. So um, Amy Irving was up for Princess Leia. William Cat was up for for uh, Luke Skywalker. It's like a, a lot of people who auditioned for one auditioned for the other because it was a joint uh, audition. So, they must have been friends, I'm guessing. I don't know. Why would you do a joint audition? Is that common? Maybe if they're, the sets are kind of next to each other or something i don't know i don't know how it works very interesting and this is i didn't know this this is stephen king's first adaptation uh to film so he he did this for so little money and he has like twenty five hundred dollars he gave up the rights the movie rights for this for twenty five hundred dollars um it's crazy uh, that is crazy, but I'm assuming like for your first thing, you're like, yes, for sure. Yeah. Nailed it. He I did he see has no regrets about it, but it's yeah. still, it's still crazy. It is. And to just know how many films we get from his works after this is, I know. I mean, he had it's no nice. idea. <laughs> I love that they spelled his name wrong in the trailer. Yeah. <laughs> With a V. Yeah. They had no idea who he was. This guy wrote this movie. Yeah. Come see it. Come check it out. Totally. All right. I think I'm done with Carrie, but I love Turn. Carrie. Same. Everyone rewatch Carrie or watch Carrie or whatever. It's so much fun. And while it's streaming, it's fun to enjoy it. Agreed. Check okay. it out. Do we have a final segment? Yes, we do. What's we our, do. What's our final segment today, Carly? 
Amy and Carly answer Ask Reddit questions about telekinesis. Oh my goodness. All right, I grabbed these really quick, so I don't know how good they are. <laughs> Let's do the best we can. I love it. All right, McFlurry and Fries says, how many times in your life have you honestly tried using telekinesis? At least six. I would say definitely a few, but um, in my mind, it was always more the force. Okay. Than telekinesis. But it's basically the same thing, right? It's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Moving things with your mind. Yeah. And especially like in my younger years. Oh, yeah. But I feel like fairly recently, I was like, I wonder if I could roll that pencil off the desk. Yeah, like in the craft. Yeah. I wonder if I could. Every <laughs> once in a while, I try to see if I, I recently developed that power. I mean, you got to check in every once in a while. You never know. It's true. You don't know unless you try, really. It's true. Yeah. Uh, Win by commenting below says, with the power of telekinesis, what sport would be the easiest to rig? I'm going to go with hockey. Uh, I'd say soccer. Sure. Something that's easy to move because like yeah. basketball would be way too hard. Yeah. You'd have to like keep it in the air. I think hockey because pucks want to slide on the ice. Like ice is really slippery. Yeah. So it'd probably be really easy to move it. Mm-hmm. Soccer also probably. And although the grass yeah, can the be. balls kind of just roll wherever they want. Yeah. But, you know, maybe indoor soccer, outdoor soccer, that grass can be kind of restrictive. Not if you got telekinesis. I guess. But you have to have pretty strong telekinesis. I'm just saying, I, as a beginner telekinetic person, <laughs> hockey might be the easiest. Because it can just, like, bounce off anything. Right. I get you. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, the Scientific Gamer says, you find out you have telekinesis, but it only works if you drink only broccoli-flavored carbonated water and eat only cubed deli chicken for cafeteria-style salads for 10 straight days. How would you justify it? I don't think I could because I don't eat meat. Yeah. I'd be out. I'd be out of the game. But would you maybe do it once no. in a while? I think I would throw up. If, you, if, you, if it gave you telekinesis? Like, no. I don't know that my veggie game is that strong that I would totally not do it. I don't think I'd be able to eat cubed deli chicken for 10 straight days. It would be really difficult, but I might. I don't just think I do need it. telekinesis that much. <laughs> to be honest, I don't even know what I would do with I it. I don't play sports. flavored carbonated water sounds god awful. I mean, it does, I, but I, I would love, do I could do that. I mean, I love broccoli, but carbonated water is not nice on my tummy. It's I, not. See, I love carbonated water. I have water. tummy issues with carbonated water, so I avoid it. Also, broccoli flavored is not sound delicious, but I no. think I would do this. Um, but it would be, it would maybe be like a one, once in a year type thing. And I guess it depends on how long the telekinesis lasts after that. Because if it's only for like an hour, it's not worth it. Yeah, because that's a lot of days. Do I get maybe 10 days of telekinesis after that? Because then it's worth it. Maybe, I don't know. The question is, it doesn't give me enough information. Okay, <laughs> okay what if you ate it did that once for 10 days and then it lasted a whole year would you do it no no you could never what about two years i just have no desire to how eat long would it need to chicken. last how long would it need to last it's only 10 days of your life i don't know i'm trying to think of what i would even do with telekinesis i'd just be really it would make me become a really lazy human 
because I'd like instead of getting up to get my Xbox controller, I'd <laughs> just be like, come here. But you wouldn't or, use your powers for good. I mean, you wouldn't have to work anymore. You could be one of those people on TV. You could be a magician. <laughs> my lifelong dream. <laughs> yeah, you could work in Vegas, do one show a day That's in Vegas, true. make a shit ton of money. By using your telekinesis, your your day job would be super easy. You'd be famous. People would like you. People and would like me because I have telekinesis. Because you have telekinesis, but they wouldn't know that. You could just pretend that you pretend don't Pretend that have I'm it. just really good at magic. Yes. And you don't give anyone your secrets. I would never. So I'm just saying it would make your, it could make your life easier and give you more money. Yeah. I don't know. You can use telekinesis to steal if I'd you have wanted to, to look be at, evil. I'd have to look at the cubed deli chicken. I'd have to inspect it. Really? For signs of browning. So <laughs> how much money would it take you to eat cubed deli chicken? I don't know. You really need to think about these things, Carly. I do. This these are the important questions you in life. You need to be prepared when the scenario happens, when it <laughs> happens. It'll obviously happen. Okay, next question. Okay, I was too late for Reddit says, you have telekinesis. <laughs> Sorry. You need to make sure that everybody knew what telekinesis Well, in parentheses, was. it says, you can move things with your mind. That's why I laughed. Sorry. And you are a philanthropist. How would you use your powers to do the greatest amount of good possible? I don't even know. I mean, I feel like I would be saving children from getting hit by cars a lot. <laughs> I mean, I would do that if I was in that position, but i that's not something that occurs in my everyday life. I wonder if I could find a way to feed people that are hungry with yeah. telekinesis. Is that's that a kind thing? of what I was thinking, but I was also thinking of like Aladdin-style bazaar where like the kid <laughs> wants the bread and then I'm like, here, have the bread. But that's like not realistic. <laughs> <laughs> it's only helpful in Aladdin scenarios. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm out of bizarre. Oh my god, <laughs> which happens regularly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, you could. Do you think you could fly with telekinesis? Like, could you like make a rat magic carpet? If I could fly with telekinesis, I would eat the cube chicken. <laughs> <laughs> but I think you probably could. I mean, if your telekinesis is strong enough, you could move a rug and then sit on it. That's true. So you could have a magic rug. Could you imagine? hello amy i'm on my way <laughs> my magic carpet oh, my magic carpet oh. uh what's the next one um uh not fbi i swear says if everyone past the age of puberty developed telekinesis how would society change oh, it'd be awful oh it'd be terrible it'd be awful nobody wants everybody to have <laughs> telekinesis that would, that would be the worst thing ever yeah it's not Think okay. Of just like in class, it would be oh, yeah. terrible in everyday life when people get pissed. People oh. get killed. Dangerous. Every day. Very dangerous. In a heartbeat. Yeah, not okay. The right, the wrong people with telekinesis, dangerous. Now, here's a question. If you have telekinesis, can you make someone's brain explode? I Is it like scanners? Or? I want to say yes, because you can <laughs> just like... Uh, I don't know. Can you, like, how small of particles can you adjust? Because, like, if you could make someone's brain explode, like, in scanners. Yeah. Then that would be extra horrible. 
Yeah, because like, God, you just think about it once. You're like accidentally murdering people all over yeah, the place. Murdering everyone. You have a bad day making cars flip all over the place. No one's yeah. getting anywhere. There's going to be traffic all the time. Yeah. Nobody, like everybody with telekinesis is terrible. Unless you can make your car fly, in which case traffic would not be so much of a problem. Yeah, I don't know how. I feel like, I don't know. I like how seriously we're taking these questions. <laughs> All right. I feel like we um, bad Ryan these bears. says, if you had telekinesis, what is the pettiest thing you would use it for? Mm. I might make people trip, trip, trip over their shoelaces and stuff oh, if they're like yeah. mean to me. Or mean to other people. Yeah. There's definitely been scenarios where I've been in places where like someone's just been just just you can tell like just a bad a bad human. Not like having a bad day, but they're just like treating everybody shitty. Yeah. You can tie their shoelaces together. Yeah. I don't I have a thing with shoelaces and telekinesis. I like it. I like it. I feel like it's in a lot of movies. <laughs> yeah. Or, like, move things just to, like, confuse them. Oh, yeah. Like, in that episode of Buffy where she's uh, invisible and she moves that woman's coffee mug. <laughs> yes. And they're like, what's happening? I'm going crazy. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, you are going crazy. Maybe be nicer to people. Yeah, right? <laughs> it's true. All right. What's the last one? Uh, the Dozenbrot says, if you could choose between teleportation and telekinesis, what would you pick and why? Teleportation. teleportation 100%. <laughs> Jinx. <laughs> so much better. You don't I need always, telekinesis. No. Teleportation would be so handy. I could just be like, oh, Amy, I'm coming over today to record. Yeah. Be and there in a few. Be here. And then Done. we record. Yeah. We be awesome it would be awesome you could totally steal things easily not that you i could would ever condone stealing 100 percent steal things easily yeah you could get into the show zoop in that is zip sold in, out. Zip out yep front row and center every time. front row center <laughs> for the concert of your dreams 100 percent teleportation awesome. pretty awesome okay oh my gosh so we're back and thanksgiving's over did you have a nice thanksgiving carly i did did you have any you? cubed chicken Zero cube chicken, oh. lots of tofurkey. Nice. Nice. And green bean casserole. Ooh, mm. so good. My mom made like three different kinds of pie. So I cheated oh. on my diet a little bit and ate some Good pie. for you. It's <laughs> Thanksgiving, man. Eat that pie. It was so good. Uh, it was nice. And I nice vacation. Went to Universal Studios in Florida, which was oh a lot of God. fun. Tell me all the Slytherin things you purchased. <sighs> I only bought one Slytherin thing, which was a Slytherin scarf, specifically yes. the sporting one, not like the school one. Okay. I know. Is it sad that I know the distinct, the, the yeah, difference there's a between distinction. Those? It's not striped. Yeah. It's not striped. It says Slytherin on it and has I a like snake it. on it. I like it. Yeah. Um, and I got a wand, of course. Ginny yeah. Weasley's wand. Ginny's I was going to get Professor Snape's wand because um, I liked that it was black and I had a cool carving on it. Mm -hmm. But then I saw Jenny Weasley's wand was also black and I liked it better. So I got hers instead. She has a good wand. And I went and I did the thing with the wand and they picked someone, Ollivanders. 
Yes. But I did not get chosen like you did numerous times. And I was very disappointed. They picked a child for some reason. Don't understand the point of that. I thought that they were going to pick a child when I went the second time. Because the first time it made sense because it was like a small group. We were all adults. Yeah. But the second time I was like, they're definitely going to pick a kid. Why are they picking me? <laughs> but I'll were take they it. very small children? No. Okay. Because I think if they're very small, they probably wouldn't pick them because I- they wouldn't. Yeah, they wouldn't really know happening. what to do. Yeah, I think I was just like I was beaming. I think every time I go in that store, like I can't contain my excitement. I really or in enjoyed the experience. It. I guess I had a really. I was. I wanted to do all the Harry Potter things. Tony wanted to go around and do other things, and I was like, "Let's just go back to Hogsmeade. Let's just go back to Diagon Alley, please." Yes. I wanted to use my wand. I wanted to do all the things. It wasn't very busy there. It was a cold day. And it was right after Thanksgiving, so most people were back at work and school and things. That's so good to know, because I definitely want to plan. None of the waits were longer than 10 minutes. Um, oh, my God. Amazing. Towards the end of the day, it was busier. But in mm-hmm. the morning, there was like no one there. It was amazing. I really like how if you're going into Diagon Alley, there's no sign or anything. It's just like a brick wall. Hell, yeah. It's so cool. I just like... Uh, I was looking for the bathroom and I like saw people going out and I'm like, oh, maybe here's the bathroom. And I went and I'm like, oh, it's Diagon Alley. And I didn't use the bathroom for like 20 minutes after that because I was so excited I was in Diagon Alley. Do they have, uh, do they have Moaning Myrtle in the bathrooms? Oh, I didn't go in the bathroom. Oh, the Universal bathrooms what? are my favorite. The Hogwarts ones in particular or the Hogsmeade's ones are my favorite to one to use. Now. Because the, they're stylized and then they also have Moaning Myrtle. What? Like noises playing at all times. And it just, it's, I'm obsessed with it. Oh, I totally. Steve and I, Pinky promised that the next time we go to Universal, we're getting robes. And I'm very, I'm also very excited about that. You you do not have robes already? Not yet. I thought you did. I thought you told me you had robes already. Not like the legit ones. Like I have like generic Hogwarts ones. Sure. um, But I don't have like Ravenclaw legit. And how expensive are those? Because they're like a hundred bucks. It's very expensive there. Yeah, they're like a hundred bucks, but we have season pass, so we get like some like between fifteen and twenty percent off. Sure, that's um, nice. But also, they're legit, and they have a pocket for your wand. <gasps> and like you, if you get the robes, you, you don't really need, need a, pocket a purse for your wand because you, you don't do. want to have the box. You have to like open the box and take it very out of bulky. the box every time you want to use it. It's very yeah. difficult. So there's a, a wand pocket. Very handy. You know what I thought was very interesting is I saw a lot of children with Voldemort wands. Um, interesting. I was very confused by it. Huh. I think it's a very, um, it's different than a lot of the other wands. And it's yeah, white. it looks like it's made out of bone. Yeah, kind it's kind of kinda cool looking. So like yeah. I get it. But also, why are you getting Voldemort's wand? Yeah. Kid. I didn't see any Hugglepuffs when I was there. Interesting. I saw quite a few Slytherins and mostly uh, Gryffindors. Not that many Ravenclaws and not that many Hufflepuffs. We're a small, a small group of people. Really, zero <laughs> Hufflepuffs. I, That's see, so crazy. I saw a couple Ravenclaws. I saw zero Hufflepuffs, which I was like, "Where are all the Hufflepuffs?" And I was like, "Tony, you're a Hufflepuff," and he's like, "I don't know what that means." And I was like, you saw the movies. You should know what that means. And he was still like, I don't care. Just tell him Cedric Diggory was a, a Hufflepuff. Yeah, he doesn't um, know what that means, sweetheart. He has no idea. He has no clue. Tell him mm-hmm. Edward Cullen is a Hufflepuff. <laughs> um, he would probably believe me. 
Um, I love my favorite thing about Harry Potter is like the camaraderie that you get when you're like, oh, you're you're a Ravenclaw, like respect. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, the people. It's like a secret club. Yeah, it is. It was pretty funny because there was a lot of like, um, there were a couple times when I got on a ride and I had my Slytherin scarf and they were like, oh, watch out for you. Ooh. <laughs> you know, like, I'd be like, yeah, watch out. Get you. Slytherin, so bitch. I'm a Slytherin. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. That scarf is awesome. It's super fun. I want to wear it all the time. Do it. You should. And it was cold, so I really did wear it the entire time. It was very fun. Um, but yeah, the, the rides um, at Universal, not my favorite. Hmm. Um, I felt very ill on 90% of them. Is it because they're like the 3D ones? Yeah. Not just 3D, but like the video ones. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, my stomach did not like that, um, which is funny because I'm very much a rides person. I love yeah. roller coasters, um, and I rarely feel sick on rides, but it's just they're very dizzy. They're a little too dizzy for me. Did you? You went on the Harry Potter one, right? Yes. They don't. That one's not in 3D, right? No, I don't okay. think it is. Okay, well, I cool. went on two. The Forbidden actually, Forest one. I went on three of them. One was the escape from, um, I'm brain farting, the bank. Gringotts. Yeah, Gringotts. Escape from Gringotts. And then the other one was like the Harry Potter and everybody. Yeah, the one where you like go through the school and then you're like with the Whomping Willow. Yes. And the Dementors. Yes. I, like I had, I still had, I closed my eyes during the video sequences and then opened my eyes for the rest of it because like it was, I seriously felt like I was going to throw up the whole time. Oh, I love that ride so much. It's so funny because when they brought that to um, California, um, we don't have the Gringotts ride. We only have the Forbidden Forest ride, mm-hmm. but they originally had wanted it to be in 3D. And so um, before like the grand opening, they had like, a few soft openings. So like if you were at the park, like they would open it for a couple hours to like some people to go through. And I remember I was there with my friend and it was his first time there. And he had definitely had too much to drink the night before. (laughs) And we went on and like, I'd never been on it. So I didn't really know what to expect. And he was like, yeah, like let's go. And so we went on it and it's in they gave us the goggles because at that time they changed it. It's not in 3D now, but at the time it was. And I felt I was mortified the entire time that we were on this thing because I was like, oh my God, my friend is going to throw up all over everybody on this ride. And like we got off of it and he was, I couldn't even enjoy it because I just was like thinking about his well-being. We got off the ride. He was like sweating profusely. (laughs) I was like, are you okay? It's really bad. I mean, it's not, if you have motion sickness, it's really not okay. No, it's not. It jerks you around a lot. Um, Yeah. Yeah, the I actually like the Gringotts one more than the other one. Um, that one was a little bit easier to deal with. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of the rides are very similar. You yeah. Know, they have like the same kind of plot. <laughs> mm-hmm. The worst one ever was the um, was the uh, Transformers ride. <laughs> oh, my God. I love that. Well, the one what? here. I haven't been on the one in It's a 3D. Orlando. That one is in 3D. It was the first ride we went on. And I almost threw up like three times. It was so bad. <laughs> I love that ride so much. They know, have Tony a- liked them. Tony could totally hang. 
I yeah. I don't know what it is about like the jerking and the the video thing. I yeah. just it fucks with my senses. I think if it was a literal movement, like actual movement, it would have been better. Like the I think the Gringotts one has a legit roller coaster part. And yeah. so that one was okay. Um but when it's, I don't know. So wait, the Transformers one isn't legit movement because it's like the one that here, it's like you're moving, like, but it's also in 3D and there's also kind of like simulated parts, but you're like actually on a track and you're moving. I think you're probably on a track and you're moving, but it's not, I don't think you're moving as much as you feel like you're moving. Gotcha. I think it's a lot of jerking around and turning around and going on your back and then going over here and... And then feeling like you're falling. And I just, I couldn't, I could, I just wanted to throw up the whole time. So I was just really more into the Harry Potter stuff. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, I, mean, I would just probably all, spend a whole day in, in We did almost all the rides, but I, I felt sick like every time. I had to take a break at one point. I was like, okay, we need to take a break. Did you rides. get butterbeer? Got butterbeer. Oh, with, you got it with Guinness, right? Yeah, we got hot butterbeer because it was, like I said, it was cold that day. Believe nice. it or not, in Florida, it was like in the 50s. It was really cold in Florida. <laughs> um, yeah, but Tony got hot butter beer and I got a Guinness and then we mixed them and they were so good. Nice. Nothing goes better good. than hot butter beer and Guinness. I'm going to have to try the hot butter beer. I've only had the frozen, which is my favorite. I highly recommend the hot. It was like drinking like hot caramel. It was so good. Oh, I'm going to get it it's really on good. the list with highly my recommend. Hogwarts robes. You'll highly get a picture recommend. of me and Steve. Oh, yes, please. Yeah. But, <laughs> yeah. We went to that bar, the, the Hogshead. Head. Yeah, which was awesome. And the Hogshead moves. It's very yes, cool. Yes, he talks. Well, he doesn't yeah. talk, but he makes noises. Yeah. I love it. I'm so excited. <sighs> it was nice. Okay. That's it for now, I guess. What yeah. Are, what are we doing next week, Carly? Next week, we got a great show lined up for you. <laughs> <laughs> More family dysfunction coming your way. We are doing Satan's Slaves, which is on Shudder. Heard great things about it. We're very excited to check it out. Uh, and then the original Pet Cemetery, which is streaming on Shudder, Prime Video, and Voodoo. Yes. So check those out before next week. Yeah. If you don't have Shudder or Prime Video, you can watch it on Voodoo with ads. Yeah. So and they're not bad. You? I think Voodoo actually no, Voodoo has like is the better agreed commercial segments yeah i'd rather watch voodoo than like crackle or tubby tv oh 100 yeah it drives me crazy it's like voodoo then crackle then tubby tv i think yeah yeah i like All it right. cool. cool that's it then that's it for this week whoa whoa all right well then until next week my lovelies i'm amy and i'm carly bye, bye. i almost nailed it <laughs>